to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tremel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol. As Democrats gathered at the Orange County Convention Center over the weekend for their Leadership Blue Conference. However, that ban you heard there, brought in by Congressman Charlie Crist, caused just too much of a stir for convention staff. Also, the Seminole Tribe of Florida has shut down its online sports betting app Saturday after being dealt its latest legal defeat. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and so much more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. The following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Everyone loves a win-win, and if you're a fan of sports betting, you can win-win too. Billions of dollars for education, legal sports betting for you. We're Florida Education Champions and our petition brings competition and choice to legal sports betting in Florida and gives all the tax revenue to public education. That's a win for you and our kids. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Monday, December 6th. Today is National St. Nicholas Day, the third century saint who became an inspiration for the modern-day Santa Claus. Today is also National Microwave Oven Day and National Pawn Brokers Day. Yes, like a pawn shop. The word pawn is derived from the Latin word pignus, meaning pledge interesting. On this day in 1947, the government set aside 1.5 million acres of protected land, a small fraction of its original size, as Everglades National Park. In his dedication, President Harry Truman said, here is land, tranquil in its quiet beauty, serving not as the source of water, but as the last receiver of it. To its natural abundance, we owe the spectacular plant and animal life that distinguishes this place from all others in our country. And I absolutely love visiting the Everglades. Let's get on to the news. Over the weekend, Florida's Democratic leaders gathered for a three-day conference at the Rosen Plaza Hotel in Orlando focused on unifying and strengthening Florida's Democratic Party. And Democratic Congressman and gubernatorial candidate Charlie Chris made a grand entrance to the Orlando Convention Center with a full band. Listen to this. According to Politico's Matt Dixon, no one from the Chris campaign informed the convention center of the soul-stirring band making its way through the halls. According to Dixon's tweet, convention staff were unhappy about the band's impact on other events happening at the same time, and the Chris team had to apologize. Clearly, I was not at this year's Leadership Blue event, but we will provide updates from someone on the ground in an upcoming episode. The Seminole Tribe of Florida has shut down its only sports betting app Saturday after being dealt its latest legal defeat in a case that has halted massive expansion of gambling throughout the state. 
the tribe said it will temporarily stop taking bets on its Hard Rock Sportsbook app in response to a federal appeals court decision rejecting its request to allow wagering to continue as it pursues an appeal. The Friday ruling from the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia follows a lower court's decision to block an agreement between Florida and the Seminoles to allow online sports betting because it violates a federal rule requiring a person to be physically on tribal land when wagering. Bob Dole, who overcame disabling war wounds to become a sharp-tongued Senate leader from Kansas, a Republican presidential candidate, and then a symbol and celebrant of his dwindling generation of World War II veterans, has died. He was 98. His wife, Elizabeth Dole, said in an announcement posted on social media that he died early Sunday morning in his sleep. COVID-19 case numbers rose week to week in all three major South Florida counties in the week following Thanksgiving. That's the first time that's happened in the region since early August, at the peak of this summer's case surge. However, case numbers remain incredibly low, and the week-to-week rise in cases was likely due in part to the lower levels of testing during Thanksgiving week. That, however, doesn't fully explain away the rise in cases during the seven-day span from November 26th through December 2nd. Learn more on that story on floridapolitics.com. The state will begin accepting applications for one black farmer to receive a medical marijuana growing license starting next March, according to an emergency rule issued Wednesday. The opening is targeted to a protected class of farmers to address historic discrimination. The announcement of the dates, however, fired up Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed again about the discriminatorily high fees that this round of applicants will have to pay to be considered for the lucrative license. You can also follow more on that story on FloridaPolitics.com. Looking over to Florida's neighbor to the north, former U.S. Senator David Perdue plans to challenge Georgia Governor Brian Kemp in next year's election. This opens a new Republican Party rift in a battleground state that handed Democrats in Washington their current Senate majority. Purdue intends to make his announcement in a video today and file his campaign paperwork at the same time. Politico and the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported, citing unnamed sources briefed on his plans. It's being reported that former President Trump recruited Purdue to run. Voting rights activist Stacey Abrams announced Wednesday that she would run for the Democratic Party's gubernatorial nomination in Georgia, her second bid for the office. Here's your calendar of events. The Walton County Legislative Delegation, made up of Republican Senator George Gaynor, Republican Representative Brad Drake, is scheduled to meet as it prepares for the 2022 legislative session. That's at 9. In Santa Rosa Beach, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission will continue a series of online meetings as staff members evaluate rules about wildlife trapping. That's also at 9. Democratic Congresswoman Kathy Castor and Tampa area labor leaders will hold a news conference to tout a new federal infrastructure law that's happening at 1015 in Tampa. The Hernando, Franklin, and Okaloosa County legislative delegations are meeting today. A campaign fundraiser event will be held for Republican Representative Fiona McFarlane in Sarasota at 4.30. Democratic Senator Chevron Jones and Representative Michelle Rayner are expected to take part in an event titled Take the Lead, a Black Political Leadership Training Series, 
the event will be hosted by the group Equal Ground, that's at 6.30. And Democratic Representative Andrew Learned is scheduled to speak to Plant City Democrats about the 2022 legislative session later today. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramel Gomes, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. Thank you.